0: Welcome to another episode of The Astrologic Explains. Welcome back. We have another cool episode and... I, I hope so, given you. that you're about to ask me a question. I know. I hope you like the question. Good. Go. <laughs> so, I've often heard people say things like, we are made of stardust and made yep. up of like the elements from the stars and stuff. But how how is that a thing? Like, the stars make elements? Is that an actual thing? Yeah, not all of them. So... Hydrogen and helium, Uh, well, not all the helium, but a lot of helium in the universe just come from the Big Bang and a sprinkling of lithium. But stars uh, make uh, a sprinkling of lithium. Yes, uh, in a way, it's uh, lithium to taste. (laughs) Uh, And uh, um, everything else is uh, uh, made by stars. Uh, They are, in a way, like big philosopher stones turning some elements into other elements.
1: Okay,
0: Uh, But I'm really, really not an expert on stellar nucleosynthesis, which is what the actual uh, process is called, so I think maybe we should get in touch with somebody that is an expert. Let's do it. Okay, special guest uh, here to talk uh, talk to us about stars. Please introduce yourself.
1: Hello, everyone. My name is Ashley Walker. I am an astrochemist and planetary scientist. I am an incoming PhD student at Howard University, where where I'll be continuing studying astrochemical phenomena in planetary atmospheres. Wonderful,
0: Wonderful. thank you so much, Ashley, for being here with us. And uh, yes, very exciting. I'm gonna bombard you with questions. (laughs) Good luck. So, I guess I'd like to know how do we go from helium and hydrogen all the way through to what what makes us up
1: as humans? So, as you know, there's, um, as you know, stars are created. With uh, dense gas and dust, and so as we know with proto, if you don't know what a protoplanetary disk is, um, protoplanetary disks start off as protostars, and so it's like they're having like I like to call it a little rumble in the jungle. You know, they're fighting, right? <laughs> That's what I like to call it. So because they're coming together and they're like doing this little dance, right? They go from you know how you have your little sibling and you take them and you swing them around with their arms, and they're like, "Oh, I'm dizzy stop, right? <laughs> that's exactly like how we have our solar system, and that's exact and that's very similar to what how um stars are formed and created and so um which has, as you said before, molecular hydrogen and helium, and so these are this is what we know. To the beginning of you ever see, whenever you go to a department, it says star and planet formation together. (laughs) And that's something that we'll see and that we'll notice, something that I see and I notice. And so that's how stars are created amongst with planets.
0: So how do stars go about making the element?
1: So um, over time, right, certain things get hotter. And so they'll make like carbon, they'll make nitrogen and oxygen and so on and so forth um over the period of um a star's life. uh to expand on that uh, it's uh
0: there is uh, um a center of stars i think uh when we didn't um, discuss in a previous episode with um jos about uh um, neutrinos there is new fusion mm-hmm. and that's how you go on uh, building the elements so what are humans made of? To go back to the previous, uh, the original question. Well, hydrogen, because we have a lot of water that comes from the Big Bang. Yep. Uh, so, Chris, in a very, in a very early episode, thought that we were like uh, ninety-six no, percent water. it
1: wasn't that yes,
0: high. Yes, uh, yes, it was that high. Like we were jellyfish. But anyway, uh, so you build carbon and uh, and oxygen and. Uh, eventually all the other elements but you cannot build all the other elements because some needs a lot of energy so exactly can i ask how do people know what the elements are i think you need to clarify that (laughs) (laughs)
1: so are you looking at like are you talking about are we looking at the elements in terms of like spectroscopy
0: i suppose so yeah like how do we how do we know what is in a star how do we know what elements are in a particular star
1: some people, I'm not going to say all, but you have some people who do observational, you have some like me who do laboratory, and then you have other folks that do computational. And so all of the, although they're separate entities, they all, all three of them work together. And so what folks, folks like me who are um, experimental, we get the data from the folks from observing. So we, some, so some folks use these telescopes. So typically um, from what I've seen, um, some use x-ray, and so we look at these, um, we look at these elements, and they pass them on, and I'm like, all right, what the heck is this, and so people, folks like me are like, all right, I got this, but, you know, you got your other folks over there that are doing computer work that are computational, are just like, nah, let me see if I can be true to it, and so, uh, so, um, you know, we're, but we're, again, we're all working together to understand, um, we're all working together to understand where this come from. And so we're looking at, um, we take spectroscopy, we we take a, uh, spectroscopy and depending on the instruments that are used to understand what elements are at these stars. And so this requires a lot of chemistry is why I tell a lot of people, it's why you need chemistry in your astronomy classes. And so, um, again, I'm biased. So um, we're looking at, um, a lot of data to help us understand what are these elements. What are this? What are you know the what is the chemistry behind it? So it 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 definitely varies depending on like what research.
0: That's very, very interesting, Ashley. Can I ask you what kind of uh, do you look at a specific type of stars? So uh, if our readers uh, readers no, uh, if our listeners uh, don't. <laughs> I will have to keep this uh, in, oh my God, I'm sorry. Uh, It's, uh, if our listeners don't know, there are many different types of uh, uh, stars uh, uh, from very, very hot uh, to our sun is a little bit uh, in the middle, and then there are uh, cooler stars. Is there specific stars uh, that you're interested in understanding uh, their composition and chemistry or for you, you're interested in every stars?
1: So me per se, again I'm biased. Yes. So <laughs> as as the now listeners know, is very biased on certain things. I'm looking at the cooler stars. So I'm looking I wanna look at I wanna learn a little bit more about the stars in the interstellar medium. So that is literally outside of our that's literally a little bit farther away outside of our solar system. And I believe Voyager is there and it's trying to and it's picking up stuff if I'm not mistaken. And so, um, yeah, what about Yeah, a telescope is there currently and just like-
0: So you're looking at the chemistry in the interstellar medium. Oh, that is fascinating. That's something Uh, that I want to do. Oh, that's what you want to do. Okay, well, I I really hope you get to do it because that sounds absolutely fantastic. We get to learn more about stars. Yeah, and so actually this uh, mice actually connected to, One uh, things that I uh, thought while you were discussing uh, the what happened to the elements, Uh, yeah, when the elements are being formed in the nuclear fusion, then they just sinks to the center of the star. But eventually, they are lost, and they are not lost. They are thrown out in different Mm -hmm. ways. And so you have uh, the supernova, which then also creates the heavier elements. And, But also, when a star, for example, like our s- a sun, goes uh, a red giant, it's losing the outer layers. Yeah. And some of those elements that were formed are then spread into the interstellar medium.
1: Oh. And eventually,
0: what happens? We go back to that protoplanetary nebula that Ashley uh, talked at the beginning. And from there, planets. Circle of life. In a way, yes. <laughs> A spinning pizza dish. You see, life. you have no idea uh, yeah, how many times I d- describe it as the pizza, etc. And then I realize that being Italian and constantly talking about <laughs> food in my talks really, really plays to the stereotype.
1: Okay, then, okay,
0: dancing ballerina. Dancing ballerina, okay. I, I will mm. uh, I will keep that in mind. The angular for, momentum. Yeah, angular momentum. Uh, awesome. Anything else uh, that you're curious about, elements and stars and the universe? There's one more question that I want to ask, and I don't know if it'll even have like a super interesting answer or if anyone's ever wondered. What is the most unexpected element that you or someone else has historically found in a star that they really didn't expect to find and were like, wow, why the hell is that there?
1: If you were to said planet, we would have a whole different
0: conversation. <laughs> yes, uh, and with planets, uh, literally, uh, with exoplanets, uh, literally, is uh, every time we find something that new is like, oh my god. Mm. Um. Okay. Let me start historically, and then uh, me and Ashley can think if there is anything. Okay. Historically, I would say that uh, is actual the detection of hydrogen by Cecilia Payne washkin uh, simply because uh, well. She was a woman in the 20s. Uh, they didn't even take it seriously. Yeah. They so didn't she, take it
1: seriously. They thought it was a joke.
0: Yeah. She pretty much proved that uh, hydrogen must have been the most common elements uh, in the universe because all the stars. And uh, she wasn't taking it seriously. And uh, she was asked to change uh, her uh, um, PhD thesis. She's been proven quite since. She became the first... Uh, um, woman to run um,
1: Harvard Department, uh, um, I think. That's so crazy, like she's the first woman, and then we get the first Black woman this year. Ooh. They got the first Black woman this year. That is great,
0: but also it's probably something like 70 years since uh, Cecilia Payne-Gaposchkin. Right. So it's just like maybe progress should have been a lot more faster than this. but. That is very good. That's uh, uh yeah, she, does. she does stars too. Uh, well, that is fantastic. For um, elements and stars, what I'm thinking is probably something uh, like uh, maybe some molecules in uh, red dwarfs uh, or something uh, pushing the limits. I don't know. I really don't know enough <laughs> about stars.
1: <laughs> Actually, anything comes I to mind. I know one day in class, somebody brought up plutonium, and I was just like, where did, what, I'm sorry.
0: We haven't brought uh, this up earlier, but stars by nuclear fusion can only form up to iron. So a lot of the other elements, heavier than iron, they can only form through supernova. But some elements are so heavy, they cannot even be formed by supernova, and you need like stuff like, uh, um, neutron star collisions, maybe white dwarf collisions, I don't know enough. Uh, but anyway, those are elements that are very heavy. And potentially plutonium, which we just consider an artificial elements that can only be done in the lab, it's possible to create in space. So yes, mm-hmm. maybe if we where to spot plutonium, or maybe if we have spotted them at, I don't know, uh, that could be the, the weirdest
1: element out there. Yeah. 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 Like you say, it's a supernova. It can and make uh, elements heavier than iron. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you very much
1: for the question. Thank you very much, Ashley, for joining
0: us. Thank you for having oh, thank me. Thank you. This is great. Ashley, if uh, anyone wants to find you online, where should they look?
1: Um, You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at that underscore astro underscore chick. Wonderful. Thank you very much. No problem. Have a great one, guys. Hello, I'm here to tell you about Probably True, a slightly filthy podcast talking about queer life and even queerer sex with plenty of knob jokes thrown in. Just for fun. It's called Probably True, but it's all real. My mum listens and she doesn't need to know about the time I ended up covered. Actually, never mind. If you want to find out what happened, you'll have to download it. Just search for Probably True wherever you get your podcasts and you can find out all the silly, sexy, funny, filthy details.